You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about what are three things that the best gym owners are doing. Now, before we get into the episode, head on over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners on Facebook. Make sure you have joined that group if you are a gym owner. If you are a coach and owner or a coach, head on over to All Star Coaches and Owners page on Facebook. And also go to nextgenowners.com where you can learn more about how to join the academy and especially you can get registered or you can learn how to get registered for our conference in January where you can be surrounded by some of these owners who are doing these exact things we're going to be talking about because you are only going to be better if you can surround yourself with these great owners and learn from them in person. Now, getting into the episode, what are the three things the best gym owners are doing? If you can figure out what the best gym owners are doing, and then you just mimic that as a business owner, then you can find a way to, and then find a way to deduce it down into something that you can execute yourself, then you can really grow at a higher speed because You're taking the things that they're already doing and you're mastering it for yourself and implementing it into your own business. So what are those three things that I think the best gym owners are doing? So number one is they're working on the business. The best gym owners out there are spending their time working on the business. They're not coaching every class. They're not the main person in the gym, they're spending at least 50% of their working time working on the business. Now, what do I mean by working on the business? They're building systems. They're learning how to delegate. They're creating operating agreements. They're creating uh, expectations. They're working on their handbook. They're auditing their programs. They're managing their numbers. They're understanding their profit margins. They're making sure they know what their arm is and what their length of engagement is. They're improving retention for clients. They're improving retention for the staff. They're doing all of, all of those things are working on the business. They're growing the company. They're making sales. They're making the company grow and they're creating the environment for the staff to go and do the work and deliver the product. Now, that doesn't mean they never are in the business, that they never coach and they never do those things, but that they are spending at least 50% of their time, if not 60 to 70% of their time, really diligently working on the business. You've got to be taking care of it. You've got to be working on the health of the business to be one of the, the top gym owners in the country. Number two is they are communicating and delegating to their staff. The best gym owners are amazing communicators. They are making sure that they are communicating what needs to happen to their staff. They're delegating those tasks to them and they're supervising and allowing them to execute those tasks, which gives them back to number one, the time to work 
on the business. Now, delegation is a complex subject, and I actually have an episode coming up on the pitfalls of delegation that I want to make sure you listen to. So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, the top gym owners are delegating, make sure you go listen to the pitfalls of delegation because there are some errors that people make when it comes to delegating. But you've got to communicate. You've got to be a great communicator. The the A-list gym owners are amazing communicators. They know how to tell their staff what they want to happen. They communicate with their parents. They communicate with everyone involved what they need to occur. And then they set people up in the environment to go and execute that thing. Because if you can take what you need to happen and you can communicate that clearly, and then you have 5, 10, 15 people who go out and start doing that thing, the speed at which it gets accomplished is so much faster versus you being the only person and having all the information siloed in yourself. So if you don't feel you're a good communicator, that's something you need to get better at as a gym owner because you've got to be able to communicate to be able to effectively execute your mission and be one of those business owners, those gym owners who are absolutely crushing it. And number three is they are using their time effectively. The top gym owners are using their time really, really effectively. So when I said that they're working on the business and that 50 to 70% of their time is doing that, well, what does that time mean? You don't necessarily have to be full-time. I did a whole episode on how much gym owners should be working for their gym And I basically said, you know, it depends, but the most effective people uh, or the best gym owners are using their time really effectively. And what that requires is that requires planning. That requires a diligent planning of what you want to accomplish each day, what you want to accomplish each week and each month. And then they're using that time really effectively. I've mentioned this before, but we all have the same 24 hours in a day. We all have the same seven days in a work week. We all have the same time limitations. So how are you utilizing that time? Are you being effective? Are you planning it? Are you time batching? Are you doing those things that are going to make it so you can effectively utilize your time? Or are you working, but when you say working, it means you're just spinning your wheels and you're not really accomplishing anything. You're not using your time effectively. If you want to be a great gym owner, you've got to use your time really, really effectively. Now, I want you to note that none of the things I mentioned are related to winning. They don't have anything to do with winning at competitions. Some of the most successful gyms competitively, I would not always classify as the best gym owners. Now, this is not to say that they're bad and there are some really great ones out there that do win, and they're certainly very smart in some element of cheerleading. But just because your gym wins Worlds or wins Summit does not mean that you're running a great business. It doesn't mean that you understand your numbers. It doesn't mean you understand your metrics. It doesn't mean you're profitable. It means you're really good at creating teams or coaching teams that win. So you've got to get really good at owning the business and it Winning is a great uh, byproduct of being a successful gym owner, but it is not the only successful byproduct. I know gym owners that are crazy successful, that any of us would be lucky to mimic what it is that they are doing, which they're doing these three things. And financially and from a growth perspective, they're doing amazing, but they don't win as much as they might like to. Um, And they're highly competitive people, so they want to win more, but they don't always win everything. And that's because they have this balance. And when they have to choose the balance of, do I win or do I run a really successful business that profits? They choose running a successful business that profits. So 
as you leave the episode, looking at the three things that successful owners do, I want you to write them all on a piece of paper and I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 on each of the three. Anything that is below a seven is something that you need to work on. It's something you need to spend some time attacking and figuring out that how you can approve or improve on. Anything above an eight is a strength. And if you have that as a strength, you need to make sure you have a plan of how you're going to continue to do that. What is it that you're doing to make that happen? And then make sure you continue doing that thing. And if you're a 10 on anything, if you say you're a 10, then you are literally the best ever and you can learn no more. You could never get any better. I'm going to give you a hint. I am not a 10 in any category. Even though I think I'm good at a few of these, I'm not a 10 in any in any category. There may be days that I'm a 10 on using my time effectively, but there are days that I mess up, which brings my overall rating down. So be honest with yourself. Now, hopefully you're not rating yourself in the ones or twos uh, in any category, but it's possible you might. If you're low in any category, I, I got to recommend, I already, I already mentioned coming to conference, but I got to tell you, if you need help getting better at any one of these three things, you need to join the Academy. And joining the Academy is not liking our Facebook groups. It is a it is a product and it is our direct mentoring service where we are going to work with you on how to take your gym to the next level. We have so many gym owners that have joined the Academy and are now absolutely crushing it. It is the coolest thing. It is so rewarding to be a part of something that is taking a sport that I love and an industry that I love and helping gym owners not only succeed in it, but thrive in it and absolutely crush it and achieve the businesses of their dreams and be doing these things and be now some of the best gym owners out there because they really are great owners. So check out the Academy. If you need help, we're here to help you. All right. As we leave the episode, please check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. He's got great content. Absolutely a pleasure to listen to. Please share this episode with anyone who you think would enjoy it. Like, share, and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And with that, we will catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.